Hello and welcome to Flippin' and Mashin' Phone. We talk about pinball, arcade, video games, movies, game rooms, gaming watches. No. <laughs> no, we don't. Don't fucking listen to him, <laughs> listeners. This I, mean, is... I know that's what you do, but don't listen to him. This is your host, Parnell. And with me is... Lorian. What are you hating on my gaming watches? Because nobody gives a shit about games that came out like 30 years ago, except for Nintendo. Good thing they're Especially remaking Especially when them. you can play them for free on your Switch with your Switch Online account. You can't play Game & Watch games on your Switch. You can play the first two Zeldas, which is like the whole reason that I would want to get a Game & Watch. Except you can play it on your Switch with a higher-res screen. That's which even the if the Joy-Cons suck, they're still better than a Game & Watch that you can get for what, like $60 from GameStop? 50 Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's going to have some cutting-edge display technology. It's a color. The, mm. the Mario one looks really good. Mm. I will talk to you about that later. Yeah. I have well, some Yeah, updates. we'll talk about it. We done talked about it. Moving on. <laughs> so, this is what, oh, I got to add some some to the show notes, Mr. Angry Pants. Uh-oh. Want you, what, are you, what are you drinking this fine evening? Uh, some water from my fridge. It's pretty delicious. I'm also drinking a ice cold water from my fridge. I had some beer earlier, and I'm just not feeling it. I had a had a surly black cherry supreme, and then I had, funny enough, uh, there's a brewery in Wisconsin, Superior, called Earthrider. And Friday night we went there for a little outdoor concert, and then they had a release of their new beer they canned called. Grapefruit Rattler, and it was very tasty, so we picked up a six-pack, and I drank the last one tonight. Oh, well, that's great to hear. Yeah. I got fucking lit the other day out on the raft, or on the river, I should say. Uh, That sounds painful. Yeah. Well, actually, it was super lit because, uh, hey, Zach, after I say this, I want you to put like a sad trombone noise in here. After we got out onto the lake, I have one of these huge, or not on the lake. After we went out, are to you the still river, drunk, bro? Yes, obviously. <laughs> after we went out to the river, um, I brought my generator with me, and I have a God. It's probably fourteen feet by like six foot. Uh, it's, I call it the SS Party Barge, and it's just a huge blow-up inflatable that can hold, like, uh, I think six or eight people on it. Um, and we go floating down the river on it, like, on a, as a big tube. And uh, left two friends there. One of them was Zach, our lovely host, and unfortunately, or our uh, editor, and unfortunately, uh, somebody didn't move the blow up as it was blowing up away from the generator's exhaust and uh burned a hole in the side of it so ended up having to do a last minute patch but uh yeah man i got nice and toasty on sunday it's the last time i've done drinking recently i don't know man getting really wasted just is so much pain i'm too old for that now i didn't get super wasted I, I got white girl wasted. <laughs> it's because you were drinking White Claws. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, okay. It was White Claws. It was seltzers. It was, there was a cider mixed in there somewhere. I, I, I was like a 
a garbage disposal of alcohol. Like if it was something I could drink, I drank it. I usually drink like that. Um because I don't really care, right? I'm just I don't know. I'll drink whatever. Most, yeah, I'm not most picky enough. I mean, well, I take that back. There's a few things I refuse to drink, but I'm normally not a picky drinker. But if you're drinking like day drinking, it I don't know if it it's good to mix. Oh, we're talking like 11 a.m. day drinking. Oh, (laughs) so much pain. Yeah. Well, it did suck in the afternoon as I started to sober up, like around like four or five, especially. I was just Mm -hmm. like dying on the couch. I was just like, but it's not too bad. Hmm. Lots of Mm. uh, grape electrolytes. It's what plants crave. You know, I, I did end up uh drinking some electrolytes was it the pedialyfe to try to help with the hangover i didn't get hung over so i mean i don't know i'm not saying it's a surefire way but it helped i would also say that you don't have you know little kids that you know create headaches and such as well so uh (laughs) no okay where are the show notes mr because I'm yeah. not seeing them. Maybe you should look in the folder under Zach. Don't you and under fuck. episode. Hey. What episode why, are we on? Why why are we doing this? Episode 72. Why why are we underneath Zach? Oh, I guess he, it's easier for him. Yeah, my friend, he edits. I'm trying to make <laughs> it easy for him. I'm just you. seeing episode 69. Nice. Oh, there's folders in here. Holy moly. And this guy is an IT. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Uh, So, Parnell, I heard you were getting bullied on the internet the other day. You want to talk to me about that a little bit? Oh, my God. This happened, like, when was it? Over a week ago now? I don't know. You haven't let go of it, obviously. No, I'm still really (laughs) pissed about it. (laughs) I told you about it the second it happened. And then uh, I wanted it in the show notes because, like, we got to talk about this. And uh, never remembered to do it. But he still remembered angry guy on the internet that called Parnell out. He didn't forget. <sighs> Oof, this person. They uh, would be what you would call like a cake eater, like hypocrite, whatever. So someone on face page posted a question about, you know, hey, I'm looking at this home version of Transformers. What are people's thoughts? What should I look out for when uh, I go look at it? I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy it. And of course, most of the people just shit all over it. But most of those people haven't actually played any of them. I mean, I I don't know. I'll let you continue, but I want to put some feedback in here from me after you're done. (laughs) Okay. Well, I've played them. I've played all of them. And I almost bought one. I can't remember... If the local distributor had the Transformers or the Avengers one. Um, but at the right price, these are fantastic. They are not for pinball collectors. <laughs> I think the term would be enthusiasts. Sure. They oh, there collectors, you go. enthusiasts. They yeah. are not for the purists. They will, they will just make you angry unless you're a chill collector enthusiast who is open-minded. At any rate, this person posted up. A handful of people, including myself, gave it uh, a decent review or I don't know if I'd say review, but more like, hey, if this fits 
your playstyle and your price range. Totally go for it. It's the Spike One board. I even think I found a link on Pinside to a group. Um, there is they just released schematics. I'm pretty sure for some of it, but there's still some unknowns as to when certain things break. But people on the forum have been pretty good about documenting and figuring out things. I mean, if if the forum can keep the original Highway Alien pinball machines huh. running, I'm sure that Pinside will be able to keep the Star Wars Home Edition pins working. Because it still was it Spike or Spike Two. Uh, this yeah. is the Transformers. This was Spike One. Oh, I'm talking about. I thought he was looking at a Star Wars. No, it was Transformers. Hmm. Okay, well, I haven't played the Transformers. I do have input on the Star Wars one. Mm. I will be interested to hear your thoughts on the Star Wars one because you did own one. Although you did not have the Pro. Yeah, I had a premium. premium. But have you played a Pro? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, at League Nights and tournaments Oh, sure. Okay. But then I've also gotten to play Star Wars The Pin, The Mm -hmm. Home Pin. Yeah, I played it at CES. Where'd you play it? Uh, At one of the awesome distributors in the area the pinball place down in new Ulm. oh cool i didn't know he had it i suppose he's like a big stern distributor so he should yeah i mean he had one i don't know if oh. he still has that one or Which, you know what well, it should be on the show floor as like his low-end model to get people get them in the door in. yeah yeah come on i'll sell you a pinball for cheap <laughs> it's cheap now <laughs> looking looking at the prices today yeah that's (laughs) oh my god yeah we'll talk about that too but um okay so so my input was i played it and it's hey we're getting off topic here what are you talking about oh i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) we will talk about the star wars one after i want to hear i want to hear how you got lambasted (laughs) oh my god okay so we have a we had a handful of of decently positive comments because, you know, why not everybody in the hobby wants to buy an old game and knows how to fix it. Um, these have their place in the industry, just like virtual pins. Uh, then this person came at me, and I, I don't remember what they exactly said, but there was a thread about how they are piles of shit and they take forever to resell and it's a horrible reason to purchase. And I came back very non-confrontational um and said you know these are rarely for sale and you don't buy games for resale and why would it matter if you enjoy it and of course then they started accusing me of being a distributor and owning one and my gosh it just turned into this crap i I probably stopped responding after a couple back and forth and i was just like this is ridiculous you filthy fucking casual how could you ever how could you ever, with your collection of nothing but home pins back at your basement, <laughs> I, how could you recommend that to someone else that's asking decent goddamn questions? How could I, you do that to them? I got my home pin, Captain Fantastic. What else? I got those. What's that goofy Star Explorer? I mean, I have like a third of a Captain Fantastic home pin. Dude, I had I a Zizzle. Playfield, remember? Well, I still do. Is that the one hanging up? Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like someone just fell out of bed. (laughs) Not my problem. I had a zizzle for a while. Uh, So I've had a handful of home pins. Did did it give you the zazzle? No. Nope. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm glad I paid what I paid for it, and I sold it for more than that. But oh, so now you're just a dirty flipper. I had you're it for a like fucking a... dirty flipper, <sighs> filthy casual fuck. Mm-hmm. I had it for like a year. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Okay. But it their comments pissed me off so much because it they were speaking like they oh they were speaking like they were the pinball community and it was 100 percent fact and i was i kept telling them like everybody has an opinion like you might not like it that doesn't mean everybody hates it but nope i was the wrong person they aren't wrong and that's where i was talking about them being a cake eater uh whatever that means it's got me so fired up about how people shit on the home pins, but they've most likely never played them. But I understand the MSRP price being stupid expensive versus uh, what a normal game could be purchased for. However, that's because you are potentially an enthusiast or a hobbyist and you know better, but for very casual non-pinball people, these are really awesome, and honestly, they play really well. I have no problem buying one. I think the Transformer one was about two grand, and I had told them if they went lower, I would pick it up, but they never got back to me. So, um, I think they definitely have a place, and it, it introduces more people to the hobby. Um, the new home pin, which is the Spider-Man and the one you played, the Star Wars, um, that's a full-size play field, if I'm not mistaken, and they made everything else smaller. And then they added a coin door. But it's not a coin door. It's just a door. But it's a lot more serviceable than the original home pin. I mean, it's a great way for them to test. For Stern to test stuff. Like, that's how they released the spike. Um, what else? I I don't know. I don't know how much else there is to say. But, yeah, I don't fully agree with the price. Obviously, they did their market research, though. They wouldn't have come out for sale if they thought that it was too expensive because for Stern's model, they have an MSRP. Then there's a lower street price, which some distributors will sell at, or maybe they can then discount. Like if a person was wishy-washy, they could say, well, I could give you a little bit of a discount um, to get the sale through. And then they're, you know, if they sit on the floor longer, they could even discount it further. So it's easier to go down in price. You'll never want to go up. Why don't you tell us about your home pin of the Star Wars gameplay? So the first thing that I noticed almost immediately was the fact that uh, it's light. Like, (laughs) significantly. Like, I went to go slap save it, and I nearly fucking knocked another pin that was next to it. Like, full on with the other side of it. Um, So they're... a, A pro is they're hella light. I mean... I'm sure they're not like 50 pounds. I'm not implying that, but comparatively to like a new one box turn. Oh yeah. It's definitely on a diet. That's for sure. So moving, it's really nice. I could totally see that. And I didn't hate the gameplay or any of the shots. Honestly, I think I liked the layout more than, than I do a pro. That is what a lot of people have stated on the forums. I would agree, though. I also and I, like... I don't own one. I'd like to go ahead and say that. <laughs> you don't just plan a, on owning one. A dirty owner. Yeah, I'm just a dirty asshole. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, 
if you're in the market to buy a, you want to buy a new game and you don't have the money to, to pay for a, you know, $6,000 pro $6,200 pro now new in box. Yeah. I could totally see you wanting to get one of these, especially if you can get one, you know, on the second hand, maybe market because shit, we've seen them what for like less than three. Yeah. We've seen them between 25 and 35. Yeah, and I mean, even if at the higher side at thirty five or thirty eight, you know, that's really not a bad deal. I mean, shit, F fourteens are going for three grand almost now, or more. Like, yes. and you know, is don't get me wrong, I fucking love F fourteen, but if I had to choose soon an F fourteen and a Star Wars the pin home pin, I'd probably go Star Wars the pin home pin over an F fourteen, especially if they're almost at the same price. Hmm. God, you bring up a good point. Yeah, I mean, there's ramps. I guess they both have ramps. There's a little more code depth, I think, to the the pin. I mean, oh, for sure. F14 has, you know, the kickback shot, the lock shot, and you know, it has four flippers. But like, it's a pretty open kind of game with some death shots right in front of you. But I mean, overall, I I think you know. Uh, if you had to have only one pin in your house, I could totally see a Star Wars the pin being your only game if you couldn't afford it. Now, I also want to say that it does really irk me hearing people not talking about how fun or unfun a game is, and they're only talking about the value of it. I really, you know, I guess the... Part of it ends up coming down to when you hear people talking like that, you know that they're the investor guys who maybe that's how they've been their whole life. But a lot of it ends up coming off to me personally, like there's someone new to the hobby that just saw this as a way to like kind of generate some cash on the extra side by like buying a game, doing a couple months to it, powder coating it because Jesus fucking Christ, that is two thousand dollars if you check our local ads uh and then trying to flip it for said two thousand dollars more because powder coating is a big deal apparently um but you know in like truthfully honestly like you should never buy a pinball machine thinking you're going to make money on it down the road and honestly more than what two years ago you absolutely could buy a new machine and expect to lose money if it was new. So like it really irks me that there's these new people that just look at these pinball machines like investments and hey, I mean I in some ways I guess it's okay cuz I have, you know, six in my basement. So like YOLO fuck it. Like I'm already in. You know, it's going to hurt buying games in the future, but you know, whatever. But the flip side is is like I want more people to be able to enjoy this and I don't want just the people that are you know, making money off cryptocurrency and you know, and I don't know that are more like stock markety type people just looking at these like they're investments. Like that's not really what they are. Um, so that does kind of irk me a little bit. No, I, I was listening to some other podcast and they were talking about their, you know, they were just chit chatting and they made it sound like they only buy games on finance. Like this person's favorite game was Stranger Things, but the Pinside community said it was crap, so they sold it before it lost money. But it's their favorite game. But then they own a game that they don't like because everybody says it's good, and they keep it for a while. And it's like, 
What? I, I mean, there's definitely some people that I can think of that will remain nameless. Um, you know, that have pushed games that I don't think deserved to be pushed only to have the game end up getting really negative like feedback them get out of the game to then only after having gotten out saying oh you know the game's actually really good like i'd like to have one again but then they don't get one is that me with my water world no it's (laughs) it's some shill i know you know but um yeah it is what it is yeah if 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 Pinside told me, well, actually they have. They said medieval Fuck madness. Pinside. No, but like Pinside's they say, led, led me astray so many times. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is a top one hundred for sure. And then I get it, and I'm like, no, this isn't. Uh, lied to me. They said my medieval madness is horse crap because uh, the flippers don't feel the same. And I'm like, I don't know. It feels like pinball to me. It feels like William's piece of crap flippers <laughs> that don't go very high, so I can't trap up super easily. Ugh, I tell you. At any rate. Some people's kids, man. Yeah. I have... I don't know if I took gameplay footage of Spider-Man when it released at CES, but I did play it. I had tons of fun with it. I think they retail for... Do you remember? I think it's... And they street price it at... Zach, edit those out, because they're definitely... uh, they're, They're higher now. And that street price is unobtainium. Uh, Zach, make sad trombone noises when you're going what? over them. What are you talking about? <laughs> can you not uh, buy no. the pen anymore? No, you can, but not for the prices you're quoting. What are you talking about? We sh- we shouldn't we should oh uh, we should take yeah we should take prices out. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we can do MSRP, but we shouldn't say the 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 dirty words that you said a second ago. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, so what were you saying, Parno? Uh, I was trying to find the MSRP on this baby. Hmm. Oh, you should just look at Star. I was Wars, right. That's really going to tell you the. Yeah, I was right. MSRP is four thousand four hundred ninety-nine. So, I mean, even at that price, if you the... don't have the money, the seventeen hundred dollars, to push you over to a pro, that's really not a bad deal. If it's your only pin and it's your first pin, it could definitely be a jumping point. But as we've said, don't expect to be able to necessarily sell it and like make back that money. Yeah, that needs not... to be a purchase that you're like, if you like, you need to buy that. And the, the assumption you need to have is I'm going to lose $2,000 on this. I well, no, that I you either so. keep it forever or you keep it and you just. It doesn't matter what the value is later. You're just going to enjoy it. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll agree with that too then. Um, I'm just saying, like, expect to lose money. And then if you don't, you know, you're at least not uh, setting yourself up for failure. And it has a full-size back box. I forgot about that. The back box. <laughs> yeah, size. it doesn't have a full-size screen, screen. No. But people are modding them, like... I don't remember if they add shakers, but they added um, dual speakers and like lit flipper buttons, all sorts of stuff, man. People are going 
Just like the Zizzle machine where they go full modded out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I've had, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? About the Star Wars home pin? Besides, fuck those guys that called you out. Oh my, they called me out. Those hypocrites. Because you're a distributor. Yeah. I sling home pins. I only sell home pins. Did you know that? I take coin doors (laughs) off of all my games and just sheet metal that flat so you can only play. Yeah, that was really weird seeing that. Real talk. But yeah. Um, No, we can move on. Okay. Glad the bile can return to my stomach. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, I guess the next thing. So we have have an update about uh, JP. And for those listening, we're not talking about Jurassic Park. This game has caused more pain and suffering in my life in the last three days than almost any other game I've ever hey, owned. But you want okay? Well, that's not true because Roller Disco was way fucking worse. Oh, that game still doesn't work. Right, exactly. So that <laughs> obviously was a worse experience because this one works now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it like ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time it works perfectly. I only found out it, why it works by happenstance of what I did. Well, it's because me and you were talking. Yeah. And then you were like, you know, testing stuff and we were talking and maybe you were distracted or something, but you ended up not hooking something up. So you're welcome. <laughs> My amazing troubleshooting skills. Oh, God. Uh, allowed you, you know, I, I, it was like osmosis through talking on the cell phone. Yeah. Just FaceTiming each other, just looking into each other's eyes and beards. Yep, that's it. Uh, The horrible part is none of us can 100% remember if we've played a multiplayer game on it prior to the issue. Okay, yes, yes. But we both recall playing a multiplayer game on it. Like, we think we did. And I had a a pinball, like two, two guys came over and we played pinball. And that's why I was like, I'm pretty sure the multiplayer game works. But we just never all played a game together. I just played a bunch of crap on all my games prior to them showing up. But with Joker Poker, um, what happened? I was doing like, we did the ground updates. I did the chime coils. I repinned a bunch of connectors. And then uh, all of a sudden, player one, it was like stuck on player one. You'd hit start, it would start the game. You hit start again, and it would just like reset player one. And then you hit it again, it resets player one. It was super messed up. Uh, I called Ryan. We talked about it. Couldn't figure it out. I posted on the forum. No one no one replied back to that. And we were about ready to just go buy a new board. And like, fuck it. It's an NPU. And the other night, I think it was last night, right? I don't, I don't know where you're at in the story. I don't want to cut in and, and like oh. spoil something. I'm pretty sure it was last night. I'm in the basement trying to rack my brain on what's going on and so to test it i was swapping in different mpus and since it was at night i also unplugged the chime and then i also had the knocker unplugged and i had added the molex connector for the knocker so that i could take the chime unit out completely because the chime was a uh, was tied into that harness so you'd have to take both out if you wanted to keep them now I have the Roller Disco stock MPU and a Lissy One, which runs a Raspberry Pi. And you put the ROM from PinMame 
on it. You do some diff switches to pick a, a game in the setting, and then that also could be a full MPU. It just takes a little bit of time to boot up the Pi. So last night, I unplugged the sound makers. I kept swapping in boards, and unfortunately, both the Roller Disco stock MPU and the Lissy One MPU from the Roller Disco both kept locking on the outhole coil, which is what kicks the ball into the shooter lane. Now this is what they did on Roller Disco. So I'm in a totally new game, same problem. And I've posted that on the forum of a problem and no one can explain that either. They keep thinking it's the driver board and I keep telling them, this is a whole new driver board. I replaced the transistor. I replaced the diode on the coil and it still causes it. I use my multimeter and my logic probe and I've traced back that the MPU keeps calling for the coil to fire. I've repinned the switch harness plug edge connector thing. So like at this point, something on the MPU has to be bad. How though? The stock MPU, I can totally see that being a problem because you have these goofy spider chips, sensitive things that are 30 years old, but the Lissy one, Pi one, it's practically brand new. So unless something in the game corrupted it, uh, I, I can't explain it. So that boggles my mind. However, that leads me to this morning when it's on the phone with Ryan, I had forgot that they were unplugged, the chime unit and the knocker. And I put the stock board back in because I was like, F this, F all this stuff. And all of a sudden the game started doing four player, like multiplayer, no problem. And uh, I think, I don't know if you remember it, but I was like, son of a bitch. And I look in the coin door and sure enough, the chime's not plugged in and the knocker. So I plug the chime in, turn it back on. It works. Multiplayer still works. And I think I plugged the knocker in and then it doesn't. And then I unplug the knocker and it works. And so I think I just was like, this is the stupid diode, isn't it? And sure enough, uh, I cut, clipped the leg, tested it. The diode tested, failed. So I swapped that in. Then the game started working, no problem. And then uh, I've not kept too many system ones, but also just anybody who's into system ones, I don't know if this is a real issue. Maybe you should write in and let me know. If the game, what I noticed was when the game booted up and one of the switches seemed really tight from the Titans, and so it was, I think, closed on boot, It, it the game acted like, a column of switches did not did not work. And I was again about to just light this game on fire. And then uh, I, I calmed down and I went through and looked at, there's all the, I don't know what you call them. They're, they're kind of passive switches that just score from the ball bouncing around. And uh, I want to say like they're probably 10 points. Also tip, when I would hit the flipper, 10 points would get registered. So, kind of made sense. I found a cut, one or two that were a little tight, and so I adjusted the switches. Then the game's all the switches worked again. I was like, "Dang it!" So these are really with the stock boards. It's super finicky. If you so, if I would have kept this, the plan would be to get the Pascal flip all in one, and it would tell you on boot like, "Hey, this switch is stuck closed," and you go, "Oh, what switch is that?" Look in your your manual, you can say, oh, switch 23, that's this right sling, and you could just adjust it. Like, it, it's so nice. And then if a coil locks on, like, that out hole, 
it just turns it off. It like shuts the game down and says, coil lock number five. It's super nice. So the game is 100% working. I don't want to touch it anymore. <laughs> but we did so many nice upgrades to this game. Uh, I don't like touching the artwork or the outside of the cabinet stuff because I'm not good at that kind of refurbishment restore. I leave that for the people who are actually good at that, so I don't wreck it if the next owner wants to do that. But uh, we have sold it. We have to one of our listeners. Yes. Steve, here's your shout-out, buddy. Thank you again. We did let him know all the info on the back end. Uh, I sent him tons of pictures, all the stuff we did to it, all the issues that we kind of are leery of. Uh, but he said he's still cool with it. He says it's a good deal. Uh, so we're very happy. We kind of had to rush this sale, though. Because, Why is that far now? Um, some dude named Jerry at Multimorphic messaged <gasps> me the other day. I think it was Friday. And he said, hey, your game's going to be ready in about two or less weeks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got to make a, like $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> so I started selling all my, you know, trinkets on face page, trying to make sure I can meet Jerry's deadline. Uh, but that, that's exciting. Like it's P3 is going to be shipping. Hopefully uh, when me and you split this, you can go buy Silver Falls. I will also be buying Silver Falls pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. It's first thing on my list. Yeah, I am pumped. Uh, actually, on the reveal stream, which I don't know if we even talked about. My whole family watched it. We all watched it in the living room. It was great. It was fun. My daughter kept asking questions. She was super interested in Sophie. And like, why is that girl leaving? What? Why isn't she talking? <laughs> uh, so it was super fun. It was super fun to have the whole family there. And my wife was even asking questions like, this is the P3. Like, this is on, this is violent and all this other stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's like totally family friendly. I'm excited. Um even if it's not up their alley and they like Barnyard more, this still is super fun. I love having the ability to have more than one game on the playfield. So now the heist can stay in there because that'll be my only game for a while. Unless Jerry slips me some sort of uh, next game and not the heist. But I don't feel that happening. <laughs> Jerry, you better be slipping him too. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I'll be down in Texas before the end of the year, and I'll come down there and I'll kick your butt. Oh, dude! I bet you if you're going to Texas Pin, Texas Pinball Festival. Yep. You should go see if you can get a tour of the factory. I'm, I might. It'll be fun. Although Texas yeah. is big, man. It's like twice as big as Minnesota, maybe oh, more. It's really big. It's bigger than twice as big. But yeah, no, super duper excited. Yeah, so we're going to, um, I have a handful of foam left from my ACDC ship. So we're going to quote unquote. Foam it up. up. Yeah, we'll foam it up. We'll get it shipped. Hopefully this week. That's the plan. By the time this goes up, it might have already have shipped, honestly. Oh, good point. And then we'll wait for my P3. You'll get Silver Falls. I have been bugging bugging the discord for someone to stream silver falls again no one's doing it there was kevin's initial stream and then there was gamma goats second stream that's it it's funny you bring that up 
I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a minute because you didn't give me fucking access rights to edit the document for some reason. But uh, are you anonymous panda? I guess. Anyways, so uh, I have some really exciting news, honestly, that I want to talk about now. Once you're done, I don't want to steal wind from your sail. What's your name? Ryan. I'm going to give you access to this. Don't wreck it. <laughs> I'm immediately going to wreck it. Um, yeah, so P3 shipping. I don't know where to put it. It's going to go into the dry bar spot. But um, what this means is, is that I'm slowly getting projects out of my house. So the Kiss Pinball Machine is done. It's at my friend's house. It's working. I hope. I haven't heard back. <laughs> the Joker Poker gets to leave. I then have Skill Roll to work on. But I just, I'm getting projects out slowly um, so that my plan is I can start developing P3 games. And, or apps. I'm not saying they're going to happen anytime quick. It might take me a long time, but I'm excited to make anything for it. It'll be fun. So, what did you want to talk about? I have, I have two pieces of exciting news. Okay. Uh, one piece of exciting news I think we already might have like touched on, but um, I bought all the shit to start streaming pinball again. What does that entail? Well, I ended up stealing the one mount that clamps onto a mic stand and using it for my xbox one connect to work as a full body tracking oh my God. thing in a vr yeah so that got taken out but then i also needed another webcam like dedicated to my my face for so, what oh for this pinball stream for streaming pinball yeah so i have um my webcam that i can now use to capture my ugly mug wait I so are webcams my... back in stock now some of them i didn't buy a nice one i'm gonna oh, be real okay. yeah it's 1080p but it's 30 frames per second so don't don't be okay. expecting the world here but i have a legitimate webcam that i'm going to be using uh for my face and then I think I'm just going to stream P3 for a while until either I take off or I don't at all. And I just crash and burn uh, because you can see the score displayed on the actual play field. And I think I can also tap into the display out of the P3 and you can get your own view of the score as well as one of the inputs. Uh, and then I can put the Twitch chat on the back box. So I don't even need something there. I can just read Twitch chat on my back box. Dude, Gamma Goat had the Twitch chat in between his flippers. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, the, I'm going to start streaming the P3 uh, probably a couple times a week, presumably. Um, but I now have all the cameras and everything that I need and, and the camera mounts to hook up to the one shitty mic stand that I have. So we are we're good to go. Like this is gonna be happening in the next couple days, probably. Once this goes up, uh, I will be streaming. That's exciting. Um, because like Gamma Goat streams, but he streams a lot. Like he's a pretty flush basement. I think he has a, every JJP as well. But 
Um, it's always fun. Like he streamed his P3 EM game. That was super cool to watch. Me and you both talked about how we like his spinner. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin, man, he like rarely streams P3. He has some really good archived videos on YouTube of all the games and a tutorial on the P3 that was newer, but he doesn't do it like weekly or anything. So I'll be pretty excited to watch, be able to watch uh, newer P3 streams. I think Fliptronics or Flippin, they just got a P or that they've had a P3 for a little while and I watched their stream and that's where I was sending like the barnyard moo ba kind of things and it was like affecting the game it was pretty fun <laughs> yeah i mean i'll stream other than the p3 but uh at least initially i think i'll just be streaming the p3 so that's exciting news uh people can see my ugly face uh our listeners so I'll... it'll be fun because you have a pretty good handle on code mm-hmm. so it'll be fun to watch and have you kind of talk over what you're doing and why and what you need right. to do next. Cause like for me, I have no idea. I just, I just flipped the ball. Like I, well, I know. We, yeah. We know, we know that. Well, you do. Uh, maybe our listeners don't. <laughs> he does. Well, now they do. <laughs> uh, so that's one piece of exciting news. And then the other piece of exciting news uh, will soon to be exciting news is I kind of want to talk about the next game. That's going to come into the basement, man. I mean, you've seen me kind of having a discussion uh, with another one of our close friends about it, but I kind of wanted to do a little bit of a discussion on that. Do you think... But what's the time frame on it? I don't... It, there's not necessarily a time frame. I mean, if if the game came out that you really wanted, so Evil Dead dropped next week, would you be getting it next week? Oh, well, obviously not, because there's got to be, like, build time. Okay, but, like... I guess I'm just trying to like think of like how this money is just going to come magically appear. Hey, don't ask those questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just you, stating. You have been talking to him over and over about games and just like battling each other. Yep. Yep. We're, we're really good at that. So listeners, some of the games that I've really been considering uh, are not limited to but I kind of want a Wizard of Oz, but not a Yellow Brick Road. And I feel dirty saying that because I know how much of a total pain in the ass it is to swap in the Lightboard 2.0 kit. But I wouldn't mind a Wizard of Oz. I think that could be a lot of fun at home. I do not like playing that game on route because all it does is eat your quarter. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's very hard. Uh so that could be a fun game. Um, I also talked about potentially um, getting a Guns N' Roses if I could find one used for not more than fucking MSRP, but like a reasonably priced one. Um, and then obviously, who doesn't want a Pirates? But I don't think that one's going to happen because I don't have that kind of money. Uh, but I did kind of want to get your your input because you kind of know the games that I like to play and I want to see maybe you'll have a suggestion for one that I haven't necessarily thought of because I'm not trying to shit ter- shit talk stern but I think we know their next game's presumably Godzilla and that's a title that I'd really like 
but I'm not really interested in getting it. Um, so, you know, Mandalorian, I think looks fun. I haven't gotten a chance to play one yet, but it's not my kind of game. Um, so that's why I say like, there's not a lot of new games coming out that I'm like super excited about. Uh, but other than, you know, Scott Denise's slash uh, Multimorphic's new Playfield module. But I definitely wanted to know, like, what do you think I'd like, Parnell? Let's 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 take a moment to discuss this further. I don't know if you'd like anything new. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, you know, it's hard too because if you're talking new stuff, the pricing is just so. Bonkers. You know, you're talking eight grand or something nuts. Yeah, and the yeah. Stern Pro is. I mean, sixty-two hundred. We're seeing fifty-eight used, and it's like you guys are nuts. Shit, they're going for almost sixty-two hundred yeah. right now. So you're kind of narrowing it down to more used stuff, and mm-hmm. our friend likes to talk to you about getting into Data East or. Yeah, I'm not getting a Data East. I or old Williams, and it's like cool. Those are getting expensive now as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, realistically, Data East. I mean, Chelsea still says that she really regrets us getting rid of Baywatch. She really enjoyed that Seriously? game. Seriously? Yeah, she said she liked it. Man, I, I just could not get into that at all. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite game, but the code Weird. was really shallow. And yeah, so uh, there's not a lot of Data East or Sega games that I want. And that's not me trying to talk shit because there are good Data East games. I've owned The Last Action Hero, which I think is probably the most packed game you can buy for under $4,000. Like, period. Like, no discussion. It is the most packed game. Yeah, that game's good. And then um, Lethal Weapon 3. Oh, well, yeah. Lethal Weapon 3 is obviously, like, a really good Super code. cheap. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know... Uh, oh, Tales is packed. Tales, Tales from the Crypt, Crypt is is a ton of fun, too. And I've owned that as well. So oh, you, I'm not that's right. To, that's right. Yeah, I'm not trying to shit on Data East because they did come out with some good games. And I think anyone that's looking for an Adams Family but doesn't have Adams Family money, I totally think Tales from the Crypt is more fun than Adams hmm. Family. Yeah. Um, I think the hard part is I could list a ton of games that you've never owned before. The problem I'm having is your attention span and your code wanting is so high that it makes fun, easy games not last long. So like, what's the point? Right. And I mean, that's something that, you know, our mutual friend has brought up as well when I've been talking with them is I'm like, Hey, you know, I, you know, I'd really like X game or Y game. And, uh, they're like, well, you know, you might not end up liking that one because it really isn't that deep. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, because I am, uh, we've spoken about it many times now. Uh, I am totally like a wino snob of like the pinball. Like I like my games that I have in my basement deep. I really don't want to get to the end of it. Like I want the challenge. I want it to be a big challenge. And, uh, you know, a lot of the games, I don't know. I just, a lot of them aren't like jumping out at me like they used to. I would say Star Trek Next Gen. 
or Star Trek the Pro. See, now I got immediately got poo-pooed on Star Trek Next Gen because I, I was don't... told that I would totally like wipe the floor with that game quickly. I don't see it. My bu- hey, my buddy up here has one. Yeah. Once I fix it with these boards, we mm-hmm. should go. You can come play it. Yeah. It's deep yeah. as hell. He has his games um, on sliders, though. I think you do, too, where he can slide the game. like. So he does those crazy saves. Yeah. So he gets pretty far in his games. but. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm worried about that because, like, I think Tales from the Crypt is deeper than Star Trek, technically. And I've gotten to Tales from the Crypt's wizard mode. But... I haven't uh, heard that, that it was easy, so I don't know. I, but I don't know. Well, I mean, watching the Papa tutorial looked pretty. Oh, okay. Straightforward. So well, that's, that's the hard part because, like, the Papa tutorial, Papa tutorial for Lord of the Rings is like, go to Valinor. It's like, okay, there's more ways yeah, to play the game. Well, sure, but I mean, at the same time, even that video is over an hour long, and they didn't get there. <laughs> so like. So it sounds like you need a Lord of the Rings. No, I've already owned one of those. Yeah, you didn't beat it, I guess. Uh, I got close enough. So, I don't know. I, I start Stern Star Trek sounds interesting, but I think that I might end up kind of getting bored of it in the same way that I got bored of Spider Man. Oh, uh, you totally would, because while it's, it's difficult, the same game. <laughs> if it's even though it's difficult and it takes a long time to get to the end, it's the same. Well, it's and... not challenging, I think. That's nah, Steve Ritchie. It should be challenging. It's just. It's not okay. Let me rephrase that. It's, it's easy not shots. An ass kicker. Yes. Yeah, it's easy shots that flow well. So now you're just battling speed, and how good you are at making shots. Mm-hmm. So like you know, Wizard of Oz, I think could be fun. It's just but... so expensive. Oh, yeah. But um, you know, I just. I wish Halloween didn't look like it was because <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind getting a Halloween, but it's just, I don't know, man, it's just not there. And, you know, I personally wouldn't mind a Hobbit, but you say you absolutely hate it. Like with a burning passion. So, have like, you not played out. it? I have. No, I liked it. Oh, well then I don't, don't take my opinion and not buy a game. No, I'm, I'm not, but you know, I mean, I think I would enjoy hey, the Wizard of Oz more. Hey, the pinball community shit on the Hobbit and dropped its price to be yeah. like the cheapest JGP. Then they took it and they lifted it back up. Now it's the one of the greatest. So, oh, I, I know. Well, yeah. the other thing about all that is like I'm so salty about my dialed in. Ugh. <laughs> because those are selling for like eight thousand dollars now plus and. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I did not get that much for mine. So there's that. But yeah, I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Sometimes you win some, you lose some. But I, I do think though, legitimately, you know, Wizard of Oz could be cool. That's gonna be another ass kicker in my basement. And a lot of people are telling me to get a game that isn't that hard. So then I was like, oh, well, maybe The Simpsons. So the same game, just not wide body and one less upper play field. And uh, I was quickly told that 
I'd probably get tired of that due to the call outs just being so all over the place everywhere. Um, so I don't know. I'm just kind of at an impasse. I just wanted wanted to talk about it for a minute. Maybe our listeners could uh, write in and, and give us some good, me some good uh, options or feedback at flipping with no G and mashing at gmail.com. Please let me know if you think I'm an idiot or uh, what, what game you might say that I, you think I might like as well. Because, uh, yeah, I'm looking to get something. I miss Wizard of Oz's for 6500 You can still get them, but they need a light board. And I think I'd rather shove a light bulb in my mouth than do that. Like a glass light bulb. Because that's a one-way trip. It doesn't come <laughs> out. Fun tip. You can fit a glass light bulb into your mouth. You can't open your mouth out wide enough to get it out. Is this like some sort of stupid human trick? No. No, it's just like you, you break the, the bulb trying to get it out. Did you try this? Uh, obviously. I mean, you've seen my face. I look like Joker. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> mm. But... You should get Indiana Jones from Williams just to piss no. off your friend. No, fuck that game. I know everyone wants to herald that as one of the best pinball machines of all time. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Mm. I, I don't like it. Oh, what about Wheel of Fortune? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a few games that hold the title for the shortest time in my basement. Uh, Playboy, I think, holds spot number one, followed closely by wheel of fortune i told you the game sucked you know what you absolutely did and that's why i'm talking to you about this now <sighs> you See, could always like, get a water world no you want medieval madness n- n- but no well, well then don't all have right the poor so man's i'm medieval. looking here let's look at the top 20 on pin side so no. spot number one medieval madness i'm shocked spot number two jurassic park by stern Three is Attack from Mars. I could see Jurassic Park, I think. If you like hard code, yeah, hard hard game with code. But, you know, honestly, I think I like Avengers shots more than Jurassic Park. Yeah, maybe. I fucking hate the shots on Jurassic Park. Yeah. Your Turtles but, is hard enough, I would think. Yeah. So like, then there's like, what, Monster Bash, Pirates of the Caribbean by JJP, Guns N' Roses by JJP, Twilight Zone. Mm, that's the game. What? Twilight Zone, baby. No. You're ridiculous. I really don't like Twilight Zone, like truthfully. It has a lot of cool toys. I'm not trying to shit on it, but it's not it's not my kind of game. You know, we got Iron Maiden, Elvira's, House of Horrors, Metallica, Lord of the Rings, Avengers, Indiana Jones, a pinball adventure, the big Lebowski. See, I'd I'd take a big Lebowski. I don't know. (laughs) Adam's family. Star Trek, ACDC, Turtles, Rick and Morty. All right, so I have some of these games in my basement. Some of them. Um, I would almost say Batman 66 or Elvira. Ooh, no, I hate both of those. Oh. What about The Walking Dead? So that's one that every time we go and play, we like more and more. Dude, I like it. I want one. But... Oh, great. But yeah. 
this game has to be a forever game. That's the agreement. Why? Oh. Yep. Nope. So this is a game that, like, not figuratively, but literally, I was told, would be essentially nailed into my concrete in my basement where my pins are. So thinking big picture, I don't know if I would love a Walking Dead forever. I mean, I would look at, I love Tron that much. Yeah, but you've even thought about selling or trading your Tron. So like, I I have, let's dial it back a little bit from, uh, what do you call that (laughs) when you have, oh, manic, my manic decisions. Oh, you have, I mean, we both do, but I mean, like I said, I'm just kind of talking out loud here and like, there's a lot of great games. I'm not trying to shit on all the games that are out there. I've owned some of them. I have not owned all of them. But a lot of them I would want to play on location or a friend's house. I would not want to own. What? I, okay, Whitewater. Fun, not forever. Right. But shadow? Fun and hard. But probably not a forever. Really? Yeah. yeah. Same with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, it's not a forever game. game. Yeah. Well, and Heist does it better, if you ask me, with the Miss Multiball. You know, got that ball that's sitting there by the crane, hovering over, and you got to knock it off. Yeah, but there's not vampires. It can do more than just left to right. Can Jerry put vampires in the Heist for Halloween? Like, can they all be vampires? That'd be badass. We we can ask them that. I'm sure they'd implement some kind of like. Okay, so like code. if you play video games like Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing on holidays and seasons changes. Mm-hmm. So let's do that for the P3 because it's so a I think computer. that could be a coding nightmare. Oh, I'm not a programmer, so go for it. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just talking out loud here. Like Guns N' Roses could be cool, even though it has quality issues that I'm really... Ugh really really shit. not happy with but you know like wizard of oz kind of seems like my my go-to i wouldn't like say no pin. yeah i was gonna say like i wouldn't say no to wizard of oz i don't think i'd say no to guns and roses either but it's just god i wish they could get their shit together this is getting stupid like this playfield stuff is dumb it really is, because Guns N' Roses is just like totally the the ass of the uh, the joke right now. Like it's bad. I mean, and I'm happy that there are those out there that don't have any issues, but oof, man, you know, I just I don't think an Avengers would stay forever. I, I think it has like it lacks callouts and it lacks music. Mm-hmm. And like I don't like Deadpool. Like. I hate Deadpool. Fuck, I hate Deadpool. I had one really crazy game on it, on route, and I don't care for it. My friend owned one, and I mean, he loved it, and I'm so happy my buddy loved it for so long before he got rid of it, and he says he still absolutely adores it, even though he sold it. Uh, but I, I fucking hate that game. I don't know if it's just because all the League Nights and I played it all the goddamn time. Oh, lucky you what, with League Nights. I just, I couldn't. I can't stand it. Look, I was getting EM. Yeah, I said a forever game. I'm not going to get an EM. <laughs> It'll last forever. 
Nick Baldrich would have me think that. But I'd be <laughs> I'd be in there every other day adjusting switches. No, you get a Gottlieb <laughs> wedgehead and it'll be forever. Yuck. Yuck, yuck. What about like one of those classic Sterns, like uh, Meteor or Stars? All right, so hear me out. Real talk, uh, Bonsai Run, I actually Ooh. had a lot of fun with. That's a fun game, and that back box is kind of hard. Oh, it's super hard. But if we're talking about System 11, though, which is like a cursed system for me, by the way, listeners, like if you don't know this, like System 11 and me get along like oil and was it water or oil and vinegar oil and water whatever uh we don't fucking mix like every time i get a system 11 it breaks and i just constantly have issues with it but if i had to get a system 11 right now today gun to my head it'd be a black knight 2k Mm, okay hands down just for the soundtrack not for the gameplay because you're gonna get real bored i mean yeah but it's just a stripped down version of uh, <clears throat> the new Black Knight. Then look where that went. Yeah. I got too good at it. Nobody wanted to fucking play with me. Should have pulled off of the rubbers on the outlines. That would have made it harder for everyone, not just me. Who cares about them? I do. Because when I have people over to play with, uh, I, I want us all having fun, not just me having fun and the rest of them like, oh, Jesus Christ. Let then me go you should start get a, a game, game that's fun and not one for you. Fuck that, because they're see? my games. Oh, see? <laughs> Truth comes out. He I want to no enjoy pairs. playing my games. But Chelsea also has a very, very heavy input on anything that I get. I will say that. Like, if Chelsea doesn't like the game, I'm not going to get it. So, but but Parnell knows this too. Like any game that comes into the basement, we talk about like at nauseum at times before it happens. Sometimes. No, pretty much every time. I mean, I guess Playboy, we didn't really talk about it, but a ton. But yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I mean, looking at the games, like Hot Wheels, you know, just looking at the games here. <laughs> I just, uh, you know. Okay, hey, what if AP's next game was that Legends of Valhalla or whatever it was? Yeah, pass. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. No, I could give two shits about that game. Is it, I mean, it's cool. Is it the theme you just don't care for or what? I think it's the, the theme. I'm not going to be jamming out to some like good soundtrack or some good music. You know, I, I think the call-outs are just kind of meh. Like, what if AP released Doom? Oh, well then, yeah, I gotta sell my left. No, 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 not that Doom. The one from India. The Bollywood one. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, truthfully. You're such a bitch. I know, you even spent all that time looking it up. <laughs> I was up to like 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that late. It's on Amazon Prime, my friend. See, I, I think I'd take a Hobbit. Because it has all those different modes and it uses everything in the game. You're not going to keep that forever. (laughs) So the only thing that scares me away from The Hobbit is everyone that I've played on location, those fucking orcs uh, are always broken. Like at least one of them has stopped working and no longer pops up. So what will happen is you'll get so sick of it because it sucks that you'll print a life-size picture of it out and then hang it so when your friend comes... They think it's still there. Right. Yeah. 
It's that bad. I think we're gonna have to get a Wizard of Oz. Like, unless I can get a Pirates of the Caribbean. By the way, I am trying to get this same friend to let me borrow their Pirates of the Caribbean. Their Ellie. What? And it's it's going over about as well as uh Water and Vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> water and vinegar. Like, not <gasps> at fucking oil well. and water. Yeah. It's it's not going over well at all. Uh, but I still am attempting it. Because they aren't fucking playing it. Either are you. You're not playing your games. That's You're so full of shit. Friday night and Saturday night I played them. And tonight I played some after work. So, yeah. What do I say to that? <sighs> okay, next topic. Video games. Uh... <laughs> hey, we had, right. a, we had a listener feedback. And they said... I thought you guys were supposed to talk about arcade games. And we do, but Ryan just poo-poos all of it. There was an episode a while ago that Ryan poo-pooed and was negative the whole time, so I just cut all of it out. (laughs) I don't even remember what happened. So have you been playing video games? Yeah, absolutely. So what are you playing? Just playing VR? Are you playing Halo? I mean, I'm playing Peach Ball, obviously. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, No, so I've been playing uh, Halo, obviously. I'm trying to do... So initially, uh, I was discussing with Zach, because we're doing a a co-op playthrough. Uh, We had discussed doing what's called Lasso, and we were going to Lasso every Halo game. And Lasso... uh, for everyone listening, it stands for Legendary All Skulls On. Oh, you're fucking mean. And like, so some of these skulls include uh, you can't use covenant weapons. So like you can only use weapons from humans. Does it change that's, that's... per mission or whatever? No. Oh. Uh, another one is you get 50% less uh, ammunition from pickups. Uh, there's like a shitload of these different skulls that are just evil. And, uh, Zach, why don't you just go ahead and uh, let everyone know what, what you said when I had suggested this. I say, nope. Cause that means you can't do the plasma pistol BR combo. All right, good. Yep. See, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> and, um, because of that, what we're doing is I think we're just doing a legendary playthrough and it sounds like we might end up adopting, the iron skull which means that if either one of us die there's no cheesing of the uh respawn like if either of us die we get sent back to the last checkpoint uh which in halo 2 right now is really really fucking hard in legendary like it's brutal so yeah you're mean yeah but me and zach like challenges though you know so we're, we're we're doing it to it but I played that, I've been, or been playing that. I played some Ratchet and Clank, uh, the remake on the PS4, like the reboot, uh, and that's been fun. And I haven't played much Mass Effect, but it's sitting over there on the burner. Trust me, it's it's still simmering. <laughs> Next to that helmet? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did get my helmet, and I played it for a few minutes to say that I played it. Um not as comfortable as my Doomslayer helmet and somehow bigger, but less space inside of it. It's really weird. Uh, I, d- I don't quite understand that 
logic, but um, yeah. So hmm. about all I got right now. What about you? I had picked up Tony Hawk Pro Skater Remake, Remaster on Switch mm-hmm. last week or two ago. And I've been playing that. I played it, I don't know, Saturday morning I woke up because my dog likes to bug me way too early in the morning to go outside so he can chase rabbits and sniff things and not go to the bathroom. And then uh, during my coffee, I was like, oh, screw this. I'm just going to play some Tony Hawk. And uh, I got to play some more Tony Hawk, and I forgot how much I suck at it, but how much I miss it, and also how much I don't remember some of these levels, even though I played Tony Hawk a ton. So I'm wondering if I played the demo a ton and it was just the first level and then i got tony hawk 2 haven't got the two yet i still want to beat one but that game is super fun the only thing that drives me bananas this irritates the living daylights out of me when you first start the game from the menu of the switch it takes a minute to get to the stupid like start screen to hit go they're all Every developer publisher credit, they just roll and you can't skip. And it's like, I get the first time. The first time forced me to watch this. Okay. But now every time I boot the game up, so annoying having to wait through that crap. It's like watching those ads at the beginning of a movie. Okay, wait, hold on, pause. What ads at the beginning of the movie? You talking like you go to a movie theater and you're bitching about the like ads before the movie starts? Are you talking know. like VHS the, ads like the, back in the day? All the crap before movies like, hey, oh my God. I got stuff to do. Let's roll the credits here. I thought I, I thought we were best fucking friends. What is this? I find out we're not. I don't I go to love. movies, man. I need to get in and out. Oh my God. <laughs> I love the trailers for new movies because sometimes that's the only time you're going to see them. So Isn't you get the to see for? like new yeah, and when are you going to see that then? Are you just going on to you know, Rotten Tomatoes every day and checking the new movies that are slated to come out? No, but I randomly stumble upon stuff. Yeah, but you see like movies like Pig with Nicolas Cage that's coming out, <laughs> I think, God. this week. I'm so fucking hyped for that awful movie, and I can't wait to see my, my, uh, my hot piece of man ass doing his best at... Uh, phoning at home for his next uh major acting doesn't he have long hair in this thing oh yeah dude it's like con air yep but old and fatter (laughs) cage definitely has some he's got a little buddha belly (laughs) i like nicholas cage i still um gone 60 seconds is one of my favorite movies Oh, yeah, totally. But, I mean, I, I love Nicolas Cage, even in his more recent stuff, like Mandy and... I haven't uh, seen... Dude, I haven't seen a movie for, like, 20 years. That's not true, because you watched some stupid fucking Doom Bollywood stuff the other night. I didn't actually watch it. But then you're not it. watching Mandy? I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. It's so good. Dude, I have to, like, watch things by myself, because no one likes what I like. Well, yeah, but you could watch Mandy by yourself. But when? I have to, like, stay up late. Like I have to do it in this like weird late time, and we're podcasting, so I can't I can't watch it. You could do it after our podcast. You did it the other night with the with the Doom from Bollywood. I should go to sleep. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, back to our topic. Okay, Tony Hawk. 
All right. Then I think Zelda Skyward Sword comes out this week. I think. Yeah. The 16th. They've unannounced. They've not announced, but they allow you to move the camera while you're playing. So there's all these something of life updates to the game to make it like play well in the current controller times. Mm. So it might have fixed some of your issues with the game. No, it's like on a. Oh, screw you. I'm buying it. I'm going to just gush about it next podcast. That's fine. I'm going to literally make Zach cut it out because I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Dude, you bought golf and you hate it. Uh, And I haven't talked about it any because it's it's one of those, uh, was it buyer's remorse? (laughs) Like, if you look up buyer's remorse in the dictionary, that's uh, the Mario Golf game I bought. Here's the funny part. On NVC, some guy talked about it. He's like, yeah, it's great. It's just this chill, chill golf game. And I was laughing because it's so funny. There's no like people that are just okay about it. It's either you hate it or you're you, you like it. All right, but you see the thing is, is there's the Nintendo fanboys, and I'm sorry if if anyone listening is one of them. They will fucking consume anything and be like, mm, "Yes, <laughs> give me some more." Uh, whereas like most individuals won't do that, and I'm one of those people. Like Nintendo can do bad. I think you just need to play the game the way it's supposed to be played and just enjoy it. Yeah, I have on the Wii. (laughs) So eat a dick, buddy. Uh, I played it the way it was designed and intended to be played. Hmm. Mm, Yeah. All right. Uh, Garage Builder. That, you know, make your own video game game. Yep. That game. I I joined the subreddit for it on Reddit. People are making the craziest stuff. There's a Metal Gear Solid. There's a Star Fox. Hades. Zeldas. Tons of games. It is so neat. It makes me want it, but I will not have any time to play it or, like, build. Well, yeah, because you're going to be too busy doing your P3 stuff. Sure. Or just, you know, being a a parent. Well, whatever. Mix of Um, both. But that game super excites me. So if you have free time and you enjoy building or even playing uh, other people's builds, sort of like Mario Maker, check it out. I think there's a demo of it as well, I think. Yeah, it's it's definitely cool. I personally am not interested in it, but I do think it's a really awesome concept. And bringing more kids into learning how to create and build games, I think is really awesome for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, and then Game & Watch. I can't stop talking about these things. I know you can't. They're so fucking hard. <laughs> uh, I finally got the LCD games in MAME, and I got them working over the weekend mm-hmm. on my laptop, on a Mac. And they're really fun. They're so hard. And the ones that aren't really hard take forever to get hard so like uh there's one called egg right where you just catch eggs from four different places and they just start coming faster that game took forever to get hard but then there's octopus and that game it gets hard real quick uh that's the kind of fun of it right where it's like i don't know if you had any handheld lcd games growing up yeah i had a game and watch for the original game boy 
Oh, you had the Game & Watch Gallery? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I had a couple Tiger handhelds and... Oh, I had one of those too. I had the Sonic Spinball. Oh, okay, cool. Tiger I... Electronics. Dang, I didn't have that one. But like, they're so hard, but you just keep playing it over and over again. I don't well, know. Because back then, that, that's so, all we had. I Yeah, that's true, but it's so neat. I don't know. I, I, I am mystified by it. It's intriguing. It's very intriguing. Um, look, look, man. I mean, don't get too intrigued by it because I can tell you right now, my grandmother uh, would literally chain smoke cigarettes and burn holes in the carpet because as she was playing, her cherries and her cigarettes would just like fall off of her hand and fall onto the carpet and burn holes in the carpet while she was playing Pong. It's like anything can capture your imagination and your like attention. And I mean, the thing you have to remember is back in the nineties when like the tiger electronics were like big and like the original game boys with like the game and watch gallery and stuff like that were, were big. Like that's all we had. <laughs> I think if we had had internet and like everything that's available now, we would have been playing any of that fucking shit. We would have been playing something like what kids play now. Yeah. But that's the fun is going back. And so, there's a way Fox. there's a way to um, modify a new game and watch to play all the old game and watches. So I think I might buy another game and watch to mod to do all the old game and watches. Alternatively, you could buy that thing off AliExpress that looked like it could do all that stuff for like the same price, but also like other things. Yes, so I also went down that tunnel. There's, oh, I don't remember the name of it. It's like Anubis or something. It's like a RG351P or something, RR. It's a handheld. Looks like a th- super thick switch, but it runs Linux, and it's a Molly CPU with like a gig RAM, and it runs anything from like the super basic to Dreamcast. Not every Dreamcast in 64 game, because there's a lot that have stuttering problems, but a lot. And there it's 85 bucks. Yeah, so just return your Game of Watches and get that. No, that's not the point. You're right. We got to give Papa, Papa Nintendo their cut. Yeah, I already pre-ordered <laughs> the Zelda one, so like that baby's going on my nightstand. So I'm going to a new clock. It's going to be great. My kids and I love playing it. The Mario is so freaking hard, though. Just need to get good, scrub. Yeah, and then um, then the next thing for uh, video game stuff, Cruisin' Blast, which is by Raw Thrills and Nintendo, and was an arcade-only game, is coming to Switch. I have pre-ordered it. I think we probably already talked about this because I was so excited. We did. But do you think if this sells well that they were they will port more arcade games to console after I X think- time? I think that they'll port every game but any of the Hydro Thunders. I told them on their Twitter they got to get up on this uh, H2 Overdrive 2. It's ridiculous that they've made three Superbike games, multiple off-road racing games, but only one boat game. And that boat game is one of the only racing games to stay in the local arcade to me where they've swapped out all the other racing games. They have not changed the boat racing game. I'm assuming because it's making so much money. Or they just don't have anything else they want to put in. No, because like, Rothschilds has tons of racing games now. Mm. 
which Steve, the old co-host dude, sent me pictures from the Pizza Ranch that just opened. They have a mini arcade. Yeah. And they have, like, it's like a Rothrills dumping ground up there. They got the new Nerf gun. Yeah, the Nerf gun game. Jurassic Park, which is old. The new Nitro Trucks, which I need to play bad. It's like uh, Excite Truck almost, sort of, mixed with... Mm, he said it's literally Cruise and Blast, but off-road cars. I believe that. I totally believe that. Once he said that, I was like, oh, they just took the Cruise and Bla- Blast engine and just put off-road stuff on. Yep. Um, so then it made me think, like, hey, what if we got some ports of their their arcade games because that'd be amazing if they said hey you know like we'll do one year exclusive uh, arcade then we'll release a port i would love to see it happen however i don't know if it will i think this is one of those um cruising zone by nintendo so i think it was kind of a nudge wink please bring it to the switch so i think it'll be a one-off unfortunately i think you're correct I don't see many arcade games coming to console anymore. I, I mean, Dreamcast? I think that's something from yesteryear. Yeah. Because arcade games are just designed to be such, like, dickheads in comparison to... But that... It's like pinball. That stuff's games. coming back, though. Like, Sure, it's coming Rogue's... back in an arcade... Well, okay, hold on. Roguelikes are nothing like an arcade game. Yeah, but they're like... <laughs> uh, so, Rothrills just released a Minecraft Dungeons for the arcade. Okay. And then I wanted to talk to you about the new VR King Kong game. You legit watch the video. I put the link in the show notes. You wear a headset. You sit in this moving thing and uh, it even senses if you uh, move your arms in front of you and interacts. Yeah. I think it's kind of interesting. I think it's going to make a lot of people sick. No, it's not the crappy VR. No, but so a lot of people are goofballs and they can't handle um oh you just mean vr in general well they can't handle seat movers in vr like it'll end up making them more sick which i think is crazy crazy funny it's got the hp reverb g2 headsets the ones that suck at anything but seated experiences well this is good yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. I think it could be cool. I'll play it if I see one. I mean, nine times soon because of COVID and whatever. But that is a really cool idea. It's I, up I th- at Pizza Ranch. Come on up. Yeah. No. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I was at a Pizza Ranch not too long ago, and it literally felt like a, a cesspool for COVID breeding. <laughs> it was awful. There's just kids running around and screaming everywhere. I was just like, oh, my God, I don't miss any of this. Um, yep. I yep. we could go in the during the weekday, maybe be not busy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I still I'm not trying to like shit on it. I think it could be really fun. I I think that as someone that owns a VR headset though, like I'm gonna kind of be like underwhelmed. But th- the thing that this does is it brings more attention to VR. So in that sense, I'm like I'm happy. Like anything that's positive press for vr is good and right now vr is hitting it out of the park more than it ever has i mean uh fuck what game is it uh game room 
which is like a VR game that they made oh God, forever ago. Um, anyways, Game Room was like one of the first VR experiences that you could really like play. And I think this year, not too long ago, like a couple months ago, uh, they just got valued at a uh, $1.6 billion company. So like, That's all you care about is VR. See, look at now VR you found this VR tangent. Off. And then you won't stop talking about it. No. You want to talk about this Rothfuss King Kong thing. I'm just telling you too. <laughs> it's cool. I'm, I'm happy I will be. It. I will be curious how VR does in an arcade. Because the experience is way different than a normal arcade game. Normal arcade games, you just walk up. There's a control of some sort. You see stuff that you're presented and you're done. This you have to kind of prep for it you have to sit down you have to put the headset on you probably have to wipe it off there's more stuff that touches you that's like you know forehead sweat and stuff i don't know if it'll be super popular i don't know if it will be either because i mean i know enough about vr like the the biggest things you don't want happening is your your headsets to get dirty because uh, then people are going to be trying to wipe them off or kids are going to be getting like pizza grease and all sorts of shit all over the lenses and these headsets you have an inner pupillary distance which is literally the distance from one pupil to the other and you have to adjust these headsets lenses to your your ipd is what they call it for short so all the images are clear and if you don't it can actually make you sick like really fast because everything's out of focus and your eyes start straining to try to make it clearer and it doesn't happen. So, like, I don't know how well these are going to work unless they have, like, a fucking dedicated person or they have a really, really good job of wiping them down regularly uh, using, like, microfiber cloths and no real cleaning solution for the focal lenses. And then there needs to be a hell of a good setup to try to adjust the headset because if... You've only played with VR, I think, once over at my house, but like it's a process. You have to like put the headset on, you have to adjust it like up, down, and tilted like up, down, because those are separate movements. And then you have to adjust the lenses themselves and, and then you can start enjoying it. And if you skip any of that, it goes back to the picture isn't going to be clear and it's probably going to make people sick on top of the seat movers. That you're yeah, seeing. I guess I'd be scared of a poor experience more often. Right. Like to your point, like if it's not adjusted correctly, it's going to be a poor experience. And while they can present the user via video on the screen, how to set it up, you know, that user, the users aren't going to follow it. They're just going to, what they think, put the headset on and go. Right. And I think that they really should have waited because the next set of headsets that are like just now coming out onto the market, uh, automatically can adjust for your inner pupillary distance. So you don't have to do anything. And they really should have waited and, and gotten those instead. I understand why they didn't because they're trying to be cheap about it. And I hate to say it, but like the HP reverb G2 headsets that they're using, they're, they're not bad headsets. They're really nice, but they're like clearance at this point because they really didn't do anything great. Mine is just have really good resolution for like seated experiences. Uh, and I can only imagine 
how much one of those Rothrills King Kong VR games, like the actual cost to buy one. I mean, it's probably $10,000. Uh, it's probably more than that. Yeah, exactly. And at that point, they should have been using enterprise level equipment, not consumer grade stuff. Hmm. I will be, <clears throat> I want to go check it out and uh, just see what it's like, but I'll be yeah, curious to see it how know. it does. I think this is new, so I'll be curious to see how it does in the long run. Yeah. Um, Nitro Trucks, I think they released their map pack last year. So that's been out for a year or two. That's my jam. Arcade racing. All right. The next thing I want to talk about was now that my projects are lightening up, I have my little Arduino here with my little slider. I got to start testing that out on my Windows computer for a Hydro Thunder. And you gave me an idea about if this doesn't work, I could use a thruster from a flight stick set. You yep. had a name for it, and I forgot. Hotas. H-O-T-A-S. Yeah. And I looked yeah. it up, and obviously it doesn't look like a thruster from Hydro Thunder, but the... Um... And for those listening, Hotas stands for hands-on throttle and stick. Yeah. But you'd use the throttle as your throttle for... Uh wave racer i mean uh hydro thunder and so that that driver like everything's already built ready to go so you plug it in and your windows recognizes it as a game controller of sorts then you just remap it so that is also a very quick and easy way and you had said there was like a skytech 45 that was older but still worked great so yeah skytech yep so we found some on ebay for about 50 bucks so that's my backup plan if this little arduino one doesn't work yeah, and that, that SciTech Hotas setup, that's a good setup. I used it in uh, VR, like, flight games. It did a good job. Didn't have quite as many buttons as the newer ones, but I just built a, a button box using oh. a USB encoder. And sure. then um, just, I think it was, like, 16 buttons it was limited to. And I just made some, like, toggles, some momentary, you know, and just kind of figured it out. If this actually works, I will be taking one of my, I don't even remember what cabinets I have, maybe the Centipede or whatever, or Asteroids, but I'll be turning that into a Hydro Thunder cabinet, and it'll run uh, the PC port of Hydro Thunder, the PC of Hydro Thunder Hurricane, and then the PC arcade version of H2 Overdrive, which is that arcade game. So wait, does that mean you're going to get like a force feedback steering wheel too then? Uh, it depends if I Do get those this games system. work with like a Logitech G25, G28, G30. I know the, so the H2 overdrive uses techno parrot and I'm pretty sure the force feedback stuff can work with that. Cause that does work in the actual arcade game. The PC ports of hydro thunder and hydro thunder hurricane. I don't know if they have rumble and force feedback unless you hmm. can add it. I don't know if that's yeah. an add-on thing. The original probably be not an option. because uh, no one has hacked the arcade of Hydro Thunder. This is just a PC port and that's probably why they didn't got, get hacked yet because like why would they hack it for MAME when there's already a PC port which is lame but well, if it's a PC port, it presumably has force feedback and uh, yeah, everything. 
It's missing multiplayer. It's missing a lot of stuff. Yeah, but multiplayer is a lot different than force feedback. Yeah, you should do but... some research. Because if you can get like a Logitech G30 and hook that up, have the force feedback steering wheel from that, and then have your uh, flight stick for your throttle, like that would be pretty amazing. You'd be, be moving that arcade one up all over the ground. <laughs> That'd probably be the best part. Uh, I would probably need, yeah, I'd probably have to weight it down because it'll be a oh, little intense. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the Logitech G30 doesn't output that much torque, but it's enough to where it'd be scooting around a little bit. I'll need a, the part of this was to try to keep it cheap, but we'll see. Yeah, but if you're going to do it, don't, you know, I hate to say it, but I mean, don't don't be a bitch about it. Like, well, I guess it was like, do it cheap to make sure it works, and then make a cool one, and then. Well, if you're gonna do it cheap, then just after the show, we'll just look up if it has force feedback. Because if oh. it does, then you should just get a steering wheel with force feedback. So when I sold <laughs> a couple of my one ups, a guy, I sold them to, works at a printing company, and so he even has made his own prints for his. Uh, games and stands so he is my connection for making artwork for this if it's if it turns out so it could be pretty cool what which hydro thunder is the newest one well the hydro thunder hurricane is the newest okay and you were saying that one you weren't sure if it has force feedback i don't think any of them do uh um h2 overdrive does have force feedback hmm the only crazy thing is, like, if you can do these bulk games, do you do any more games or you just do this? Because this is kind of like, where do you draw the line? Well, I don't know. See, that's why I don't start a lot of projects, because if I'm going to do them most of the time, I uh, I really do it. I go overboard, just like the movie. Hydro Thunder Hurricane does have force feedback. On Xbox or PC? I don't know. I'm just telling you what I'm reading. Okay. I just saw that too, but I can't. H two like... overdrive. It does. Uh, does too. Yeah. So there's a good chance. Even if it's enabled in Xbox, there's a very good chance it's enabled for PC then. So yeah. Well, what's the last topic of the evening? Black Widow. I hate those spiders. They're not nice. No, they're not as bad as brown recluses, though. I've legit had a brown recluse chase after me. Like, Why'd you piss Out of off? a crawl space. I didn't. They're territorial. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, no. Like, if you're in their space, they don't give a shit if you're bigger than them. Like, they're just going to fucking come after you. And they have that necrotic venom or whatever the fuck it is where they, uh, when they bite you, it ends up, like, killing all the cells around where they bit you. So it kind of looks like you got bitten by a zombie. It's great. Jesus. It's great. So yeah, fuck 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 brown recluses. But Black Widow, the movie. The movie dropped and I it did two hundred and like forty million. I don't know if that's good or not. Um I don't think so, because I think Godzilla versus King Kong did like seven hundred or nine hundred. Oh wow. Um I'm not too interested in the movie. Uh, like I'm not gonna go pay for it, and s- try to set aside time out of my normal day for it. I'm interested in it to watch at some point, but 
I heard a review today. Hold on. Give me a second before you say that. I'm just going to send this to you. I might want to open that up. Be careful. The Critical Drinker, his review. Yes. He gave it a bad review. He said it's very disjointed and doesn't make sense. If you look at it from a very technical perspective, like story. And if you legit watch it just for entertainment, it's probably fine. If you like, don't question anything. Because I I was going to say Rotten Tomatoes. It's got an 81% tomato meter and a 92% audience score. There's a lot of Marvel fanboys, though. It's like, what's Captain Marvel at? What's Loki at? I, I did not like that TV show. I thought it was so boring. The first episode or two was just so boring. I just haven't even finished it. Oh, okay. So I don't know if we can trust Rotten Tomatoes for everything, because it's saying Captain Marvel was a 79 tomato meter, but then the audience score reins it into where it should be, which is a 45 <laughs> that was like a like a political push though that was funny um, yeah i guess i don't remember if i watched it i don't think i did if i did i, did, I, I fell did asleep like it. it sounds like you need to watch wonder woman in 84 uh no really i want to watch it but i heard it was it's like the writing is just getting worse and from what I could tell, the writing of Black Widow was lazy. Like, they legit copied Winter Soldier. But instead of Bucky, it's this masked person. And so you have no connection between Black Widow and this masked, masked person the entire mm. movie. Mm-hmm. And then things are just, things, things just happen just to happen. They don't, there's no, like, good reasoning or story or there's no explanation for why on a ton of things. So it's just, it's like they're just writing stuff to just get stuff out. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you look at, you know, these Marvel actors, I don't think they quite realize what they're signing up for. <laughs> like, I'm sure the guys from like American Pie were like, wait, no, don't stop. <laughs> Cause you know, at this point, all these actors are kind of, who they were for the past what 12 years 15 years for some of them like when did the first iron man come out god like 2005 it's super old 2008 yeah i mean we're, we're going on like nearly 13 years that robert downey jr has been iron man but he's so good at it i'm no 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 i'm not knocking him i'm just simply stating hmm that a lot of these Marvel characters, some of them are going to be cursed like Stifler from American oh, Pie. You just get like, you, you have to be that person to act it. Otherwise, it right. doesn't you work. end up becoming like a character actor rather than like an actual actor. Oh, uh, yeah. Sense. It's like, what's that stupid movie with Jason Hater, Hater or whatever his name is with Pedro? And the guy, his uncle can throw a football over the mountain. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yep. Yeah, he he plays any other role and it's like, no, you're Napoleon. Right. I mean, that's that's what I'm just trying to say. I'm not trying to poo-poo on, on any one of those actors. Because, like, was it Paul Rudd? I love Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I don't think he's done enough Ant-Man movies yet to where when I look at him, I'm like, you're Ant-Man. But like, was it Scarlet? What the hell's her last name? Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. Black Widow? I mean, she's been Black Widow the whole since time. Iron Man 2? Yeah. And that dropped in 2010. So we're going on 11 years. So, eh, eh. It's just something to think about, I guess. But yeah. I'm excited for Pig. You have to let me know how it is. Oh, I will let you know. Is it out this week? Is it like this Friday? Yes. It comes out. Ugh. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 94. Yeah, it's uh, the 16th is when it comes out. So I guess like the long and the short of it is... Uh, a truffle hunter who lives alone in the Oregon wilderness must return to his past in the Portland uh, in search of his beloved foraging pig after she's kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it ends up being like a, a John Wick kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But with instead of a dog, it's a truffle pig. <laughs> and instead of Keanu Reeves, it's uh, Nicholas fucking Cage. Nicolas Cage here let me copy this image and send it to you so you can see what i'm so you can see what i'm talking about that's who's gonna john wick their asses parnell that man right there listeners i sent a picture of uh, nicholas cage from the movie you, you can google it if you want to weird he does look weird when he's old mm-hmm. yep. that's who's gonna go kick some ass over his truffle pig but I'm super excited. And seeing that it got a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> makes me even more excited. Yeah, I, I'd be curious if that's just fans, you know, because there's like all these memes for Nicolas Cage, but it could actually be a good movie. And right. we are blown away by it. I'm still really pissed that Top Gun has not come out. Oh my God. When is that movie coming? Uh, I think in December now. Well, they want that theater release, don't they? Yeah. And then I'm also really, really, really pissed that the new James Bond hasn't come out yet either. What is that? was supposed to come out April 4th, April 8th of 2020. Or no, April 6th, because that's what I was going to go see. And I'm super pissed it did not come out. So when's that supposed to drop or do they unannounce it like they don't know? I don't know, because the fucking movie's done. It's been done. Like, all these movies have been done for a while. Yeah. Like, Maverick, Top Gun's been done for fucking ever, too. A year? Oh, more than that. And Bond. Oh, Bond was releasing, like, two weeks before quarantine. Isn't this (laughs) his last one? Yes, it's Daniel Craig's last Bond role. (sighs) I love him as Daniel Craig. I know. All right. I love Daniel Craig as Daniel Craig. I love him as Bond. I think he's just does such a good job. And if you've ever yeah. read the books, he plays more like that. But you want to know something? He's definitely raised the bar. I don't think we're going to get another schlocky Bond. We aren't going to get another Pierce Brosnan or... Um, Pierce was a good person for the West at the time. I'm not arguing that. But, but he's schlocky in comparison and sloppy. Uh, well, dude, like the old Bonds, they're more... It's almost like a comedy with being a Bond. But now the new ones, I mean, they're serious movies. Yep. Seriously good movies. Oh, Mm -hmm. I know. 
Mm-hmm. So, one day. Yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, one day we'll get to see that. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. All right. Well, listeners, I think on that note, uh, we're going to wrap this up here. So, in true fashion, I'd like to wish you a good morning, a good day, a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Fuck me. That was awful.